You're listening to You've Probably Seen It Podcast. I hear your sister's going out with Squeak. You suck. Yeah, jackass. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Telling me. Dream. Shake. And bite. Do I make you horny, baby? Yeah, do I? Slap at that bass, man. Everyone, welcome to another episode of You've Probably Seen It with Adam and Michael. Uh, Michael, you took my one thing that I had. I'm not <laughs> going to bother with anything else. I know. <laughs> I was going to. I had the backup line, which was, "Oh, I'm sorry to frighten you, dear. I must look like a yeti in this getup." <laughs> yeah. Um, if you didn't know, we're doing Trek again. <laughs> and then I saw my audio like peak at the start there too. So I'm going <laughs> to. That was a very aggressive hello. That's all we did. So, of course, this week we're doing Mrs. The Outfire, which came out in 1993. Uh, I think uh, we said it's one of our first, or probably is our first Robin Williams movie. Yeah, um, surprising. And what an abs- what a man. Just let me say that, first of all. Like, there's a yeah. few facts that I'll go into that just sort of shows the depth of commitment that he goes into in his roles. But I don't think he really appreciates it as a kid watching a movie as to, like, sort of understanding how much effort and energy him and, like, the Jim Carrey's put into their, their roles and like yeah, yeah. energy they burn doing all this with all the prosthetic makeups and everything like crazy yeah i was talking to michael beforehand but i this movie it's it's of course funny because it's got robin williams but it's got a lot of heart to it and a, like a lot of real stuff in it as well like i got 45 minutes into the movie and i thought i was just watching a drama about divorce <laughs> i forgot like the second half of the movie he becomes mrs doubtfire uh, so yeah, like everything he, he did was great. I'm going to watch more of his serious ones. There's this movie called one hour photo Ooh. where I think he's some sort of serial killer that gets obsessed with the family. Um, I'm going to watch that. It sounds, it sounds um, like it could be from Mrs. Doubtfire, like a bit of a spin off yeah, to be very close. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I always love when, um, like Sandler's got a lot of like nice, serious movies out now, like yeah. uncut gems. What yeah. I watched yesterday was hustle. Um, yes. Speaking about our Mount Rushmore with uh, him being like an NBA scout and he's got all the NBA players. Quality and movie. I became, a bit of, I became just a bit of an NBA nerd this season because I support North in uh, the AFL <laughs> and Everton in the Premier League. So all my teams were shit. So I followed the Timberwolves in yeah. the NBA and they had a good season. So I became a bit of an NBA nerd this year. And they could have, um, uh, yeah, they pretty much Arsenal's won the championship the too, the Wolves. They oh. passed up on Curry, they Clay, like they got him rounds. <laughs> Wiggins. They said, apparently, um, Curry said he wasn't going to come here anyway if we drafted him. Okay. Um, so we drafted like Johnny Flynn and Rubio. Oh, yeah. Um, we won't go to this. <laughs> podcast. Um, but yeah, then Wiggins came good over at Golden State as like the third option, which he probably always needed to be. So. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, put this as the highlight. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this, so back to Adam's point about the movie, yeah. it's, I feel like it's one that they could have got down to an hour and 30. Um, yeah. It's like, especially the first part of the movie, which obviously will it filter through um, as best we can. Um, but yeah, I feel like they could have definitely got this down to a pretty traditional length movie. Yeah, I'm so used to like watching these i'm like so happy when the movie's an hour and a half but like yep. movies are just so long these yeah. days like, what's going on we spoke about it last week with people cracking it that the thor movie's only two hours yeah um, i'm like what's going on and like i was been watching a lot of the old um cartoons or like the early animations mm-hmm. for disney all like peter pans and all that stuff yep. and they all go for like an hour 20 
Yeah, can we get that back? Get my like, that's all you need. You get you get a chance to get into it. You don't fluff around too yeah. much at the beginning, and then you just put on a good movie. And then sort of all those movies sort of just end too, which yeah. is good. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but ratings wise, so seven point one from IMDb, seventy two percent from Rotten Tomatoes, and then seventy seven percent Rotten Tomatoes uh, audience score. Uh, so pretty high. All quite positive around that you know seventy five percent range, which is really good. Yeah. Sorry, I got my cat being a pest because Ooh, I haven't been home silly. all day. So he wants to hang out. Um, and he's been smelling me because I went to my mate's house and his brother brought his dog over. So I just got the cat sniffing me all day. The hair's, hair's standing up. This <laughs> yeah, shit's about it. to go down in your place. That's it. And I like the uh, combination of the uh, credit score, critic score. So on paper, Mrs. Doubtfire might seem excessively broad or sentimental, but Robin Williams shines so brightly in the title role that the end result is difficult to resist. Yeah, well said. Which I guess is very uh, very true, well said. I think there's points in the movie where I forget that he's dressed up, like that's him <laughs> yeah. in the, uh, in the yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire like, suit. A lot of these movies, you're like, how do you not know that that's a person in the in the costume? Yeah. And in this one, you're like, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Like, that's a, that's pretty good, really good, good prosthetics. prosthetics. Yeah. Um, directed by, I didn't know this before I looked this up, mm. but uh, Christopher or Chris Columbus... Um, who did, of course, Home Alone 1 and 2 and the first two Harry Potter movies. So really big um, sort of kids actor, which makes sense in this movie with the young kids in it um, yeah. and that sort of sentimental vibe and everything going on there. So it all makes sense. Um, written by Randy Mayen Singer, who worked on Tooth Fairy. I believe that's with The Rock. Yeah. Uh, Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Had to um, chuck it in there. <laughs> yeah. And a bunch of TV shows. And Leslie Dixon, who worked on Freaky Friday. Uh, which is a really good movie, uh, and Hairspray, which I haven't seen. Um, produced by Mark Radcliffe, um, bunch of Chris Columbus stuff, Fantastic Four, Night at the Museum, uh, Marsha Garces-Williams, um, who it says <laughs> Robin Williams' assistant, but I assume they're related or that's his wife or something. Yeah, I don't know where his um, assistant came from. That might have been yeah. my bad, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I'll put this together. Oh, I didn't realise that her last name. I thought name. I did this one. <laughs> it was the same. No? No. Okay. 100% no. Whoops. I did this one. <laughs> it's all good. And then Robin Williams produced it as well. Um, of course, um, actors, Robin Williams plays Daniel Hillard. Sally Field, um, with his, this is my acting her dick off award. Goes to Sally Field on this one. Um, she does a great job as Miranda Hillard. Yeah. And then Pierce Brosnan um, as Stu Dunmire. And I think Pierce and like Robert Williams together is such a good duo. Like him as Mrs. Doubtfire is just making fun of him throughout yeah. the movie, even though it's like a really attractive, successful dude. Yeah. Um, he's just like all these subtle digs at him. The British gag, movie. the British gag coming through like between. And yeah. like Robin Williams yeah. just do anything and he could just, it feels like he could fit into any sort of conversation. So yeah, it really, it really works well to play those two off against each other. Yeah, and I don't know if I ha you have this in your notes or I'll mention it now, but um, so Stu Denmeyer is his actor was supposed to be a bit more of an asshole, mm -hmm. like a classic, like stepdad. Yeah, that's what I was know, thinking character. it was going to be at one stage. Yeah, but he's just like a, a nice dude, and he just cops it from Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. all the time. <laughs> well, I he, think it's yeah, I think it sort of goes to the story of like you know you can have two dads not and the stepdad's not always going to be an asshole and your family can still function like yeah. i think that's the message they were trying to sort of put yeah. through which makes sense there's there's a certain bit in there maybe it's before they figured it out but when um he was coming on to her when they had the meeting and mm. he's like very like i guess aggressive about going on a date with him like this yeah. is very odd yeah <laughs> uh, but the rest of the movie is just like a normal dude yeah Talks about how much he loves the kids as well, which is yeah, something exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think they probably wrote that into it afterwards yeah. when they realised he wants to be a nice guy. Yeah. 
Um, all right. So after a bit of divorce, an actor disguised himself as a female housekeeper to spend time with his children held in custody by his former wife. Currently being able to stream on Disney Plus and Foxtel. So a couple of facts about this one. According to one biography, Robin Williams decided to test out the believability of Mrs. Doubtfire's character during filming by going as Mrs. Doubtfire into an adult bookstore and making a purchase. He was able to do so without being recognised. So just goes go. to our just goes to our point of the prosthetics and everything else. There's a few as um in a later scene they'll uh, mention a little bit more as well about the prosthetics. And uh, Chris Columbus would use two or three cameras at a certain time when shooting Robin Williams scenes, uncertain of what the famously improv- improvisational actor would come up with. Columbus viewed shooting these scenes as if he was making a documentary. And again, yeah. just talking about like how amazing he was on his um, at his craft yeah. and just thinking on the spot. I've got a few of the specific scenes uh, in the movie as well that I mentioned, like this was improv, this was improv um, yeah. and that. Um, but I think they just like set up the cameras and just let him work. Yeah, and they just, it's the best. Like, oh, God, like, oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Mrs. Doubtfire's accent was inspired by Bill Forsyth, the Scottish director that Robin Williams had just worked with on Being Human. Williams also drew inspiration for the voice from Margaret Thatcher and Julia Child. And I think he's watching a Julia Child's show when he's trying to learn how to cook as well. So that works. Oh, well. okay. Yeah. There you go. I didn't yeah. click up on that. There you go. Cool. So, we're in the last, in the recent ones, we've been including a Wikipedia plot, and luckily for the last few, they've been quite succinct and short. Um, but this one was just like eight paragraphs. So I just, I think I was just in anger writing this, but uh, I just, I just wrote, wait, wait too long. Who cares? Uh, guy's a shit dad. Wife threatens divorce. Becomes Mrs. Doubtfire to see his kids. They all like Mrs. Doubtfire. His disguise is found out. His kids are taken away and she sees how much he's trying and he gets joint custody or something. Yep, pretty <laughs> so, much. Yeah, that cool? That pretty was much. before I watched the movie again. So that's pretty much got it right. Two hours and 10 minutes, fuck this. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Cool. Without further Let's ado. Get into it. Cool. Um, so it starts with him. Um, we see he's a actor or voice actor um, and he's doing a voiceover to some sort of Tweety and Sylvester um, type TV show. Yeah, it's like a mad uh, ripoff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's all, um, he's all going good. Uh, but he cracks it when he sees the bird smoking a ciggy. Mm. Um, and he does this sort of interior monologue that, you know, it's not good or he doesn't do it. And essentially starts um, complaining about it. And he goes, let's ask the technicians if they should be smoking. Um, and you look up at the technicians that are all like sitting in there having a smoke. Um, a good old lung buster. So, yeah. Um, he goes, so he quits, um, and he does his picky, uh, porky pig voice. He goes, piss off, Luke. Um, I feel like I miss so much of his like little dialogue because there's so many like quick lines in there. So apologies if I miss someone's favorite line. Okay. And Mark was, Mark was working off his phone today. He's, uh, he's a battery, uh, my charger. I, I left it at yeah. work, and I don't even know if it's at work, so I'm in a bit of strife. But um, this is, a, this is a, we'll, we'll save this one. Spoiler alert for <laughs> the next podcast. We'll find out where he's. Also, hashtag fighting Michael's battery. Also, it's pants off Sunday as well, so I'm yeah. really, uh, really in my own skin here. Yeah, right, so I saw Michael Balls before this. So. <laughs> totally accidental. Nearly's not good enough. Uh, all right, so. Um, He's picking up his kids, um, and sort of like straight away they realize that he's quit his job or he got fired. Yeah. Like it was really I amazing. 
I want to get his kids' names out there first before I go on, just to yeah, make sure we've enough. mentioned them. So Lisa um, Jacob played Lydia Howard, the mm-hmm. oldest daughter. Matthew Lawrence played uh, Chris Hillard. I said Howard, it's Hillard. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mara Wilson, who's probably best known for Matilda. Yeah. Um, she plays Natalie Howard, the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and he's basically just talking about like how it's his birthday and uh, the boy and um, his mum said no birthday because of his report card yeah. and dad said that and daniel's like yeah well mum's not here and he's like what do you want yeah. he's like a stripper he's like oh please <laughs> two strippers he's like oh boy <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's all pre- pretty much that so mm-hmm. there's um gene up that there's going to be a party coming on um they go back to the house and i just wrote there's an extra as fuck party like it's just everything yeah. shit going on well- everywhere I wrote there's a petting zoo and it's a bit chaotic. So yeah. I think we're both on the same page yeah. there. And there's um, a nosy bitch neighbor who's really pissed off mm-hmm. about everything. Um, and she's calling up uh, Miranda uh, yeah. to work. And the fir- first thing I wrote here is just what a head of hair. Like Miranda's hair, like <laughs> oh, proper, yeah. some early proper 90s. 90s yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what is she? Some sort of architect or interior designer? Or something yeah, like it looks like a fashion. Yeah, it's. I think it's an interior designer, not a fashion designer, but some sort of. No, I think that's why yeah. she's working with Stu in terms of yeah, like. Yeah, she's doing all these sketches and stuff. So I don't mm. think it's fashion, but I think it's some architectural or designing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just wrote, there's a bloke uh, who's Stu, asked for Miranda. She's keen. He's keen. There's a lot of sexual tension going on there. That's right. Uh, uh, basically, back there, the party's going off, um, but Miranda's already got a phone call to come home, um, mm-hmm. and Daniel's doing a synchronized dance with his son on the table, which is pretty cool, pretty 90s as well. Well, he's got Jump Around playing. Yeah, true. Fucking. Chris, Chris Golaki. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, and then mum comes home and cracks his shits and party's over, basically. Yeah. Well, the, she comes home, and then there's cops already waiting there. I don't know why the cops haven't gone inside, but mm. she just waits for the parents to wrap up. <laughs> and he goes... Um, are you aware it's illegal to possess barnyard animals in a residential era, uh, area? And she says, what if you're married to one? So you can really <laughs> see there's a bit of tension between the two. Um, they see the ponies start eating the cake, which always made me sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a perfect cake, but yeah, the jump around's playing. Yeah. He goes, Miranda, what's up? You're, you, you're home early, girlfriend. We're having a birthday in the house. Um, he's just got no idea at all. Like, yeah. He's just... He's, he's, He's trying to be the fun dad, but he's just a shit dad as well. Yeah. Um, and he said he's, he was going to clean it up before they come home, but she got that call and left early. Yeah. Um, and then they have them cleaning up the party. And I goes, geez, this is pretty intense. And they're both acting their dicks off. So they're sort of arguing about um, how she's always the bad guy. Um, and she finally says that um, it's over. She like, screams it's over. I wrote, well, uh, Robin Williams needs a haircut in this one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bit of a, just a bit of a trim. His, um, arm, his so, arm hair could do a bit of a trim as well. To his yeah. knuckle hair. Oh, well, that's just him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, he says that, um, you know, you need therapy or a vacation mm. um, to get away from work. And he says, we have nothing in common. Um, sure we do. We love each other. And he says, don't we? And she says that she wants a divorce. Um, she's all pretty sad and serious. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, we're at Frank's house. So that's his brother. Yeah. Um, and he's on the phone to their mum. He goes, Ma, he's not doing uh, really in the mood to talk. He's like, yeah, he's depressed. Um, I mean, his marriage is ending. And he goes, my marriage is not ending. It's just in hiatus. He goes, Ma, I think he's in a little bit of denial. <laughs> um, and he was actually my MVP is mm. Harvey Firstein who played Frank Hillard. Yeah, I'm happy um, with that. He's really good. Yeah. I didn't have I didn't have much in terms of MVP. I was gonna give it yeah, to it's Miranda. A bit hard one. It was a bit tricky, yeah. but 
I'm happy with that. That makes he's, he gets a good laugh too. Yeah, um, and I think this was my first like um, depiction of a gay relationship in a movie mm. as well. With um, what does it say, um, Uncle Frank and Auntie Jack or something? <laughs> yeah, I love it. He just slides that line in later to the kids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, but he thinks that it's all going to blow over. Yeah, um, but it's not, and they're in court. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically they're in court and the end result is that uh, she gets sole custody Miranda gets sole custody um, and Daniel's spewing and his lawyer's like just being a dick like trying to blow it over but Daniel's like yeah. this isn't good at all um, so he goes to shake his hand at the end he's like nah but he's basically yeah. got three months to get back on his feet like pull his life together to be able to um, get, get some custody back from the kids yeah the and kids. the judge mentions that um Proceedings tend to go in the favor of the mum, but we know that these things are changing in the world. So mm-hmm. you have you have to do X, Y, and Z, um, like have a job, have a house, um, and then we'll redo proceedings in three months' time yeah. um, for joint custody. Yeah, cool. the kids, are, as he's sort of moving out from the house now, and yeah, the kids are notably upset. With the, <laughs> I was just freaked out. There's a cat opening yeah. the door in the back. <laughs> uh, he does it all the fucking time. <laughs> um, yeah, so the kids are upset that he's moving out and um, he says, uh, oh, no, understandably, um, talking about how, uh, what is it? I think it's the old neighbour or like grandma. I think he's giving them away to, I'm not sure who, which one. Yeah, it's the grandma. The grandma, yeah. 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 Um, she's like, they're talking about how, like, she smells funny too. He's like, that's a formaldehyde. That's why granny's so mm-hmm. well preserved. <laughs> yeah. And then he turns back to her and goes, oh, thanks for the time. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and then he leaves. Yeah. Cool. Um, we're in a, like a court liaison interview, so he has to figure out, like this is saying what he needs to do when she's going to um, watch him. So she goes, I'll be coming by on Mondays and Friday evenings to inspect your house. Um, sorry, my cat's just being a pest in the background. Um, but then he goes, well, I'll put on a chicken uh, when she comes over. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, do you have any special skills? She goes, yeah, I do. I do voices. Yeah. And then a lot of these voices went over my head just because mm. they're uh, a bit older than, yeah. you know, our sort of rep- like 60s, 50s references. Yeah. Um, that bit go over my head. But the one I always remember is when he does the impression of a hot dog. Yeah, that's the only thing I read. That's the best one. <laughs> yeah. And it's such a good impression of a hot dog yeah. as well. Like you couldn't, you could not get a better impression of a hot dog if <laughs> the, you tried. The simpler, the better. Like Jim Carrey's um, Angry Saint Bernard. If you do yourself a favor and yeah, uh, yeah, YouTube yeah, that, yeah. One. But, I that one. Yeah, just the simpler, the better. Um, the basic. But yeah, I, I pissed myself when I saw the yeah. impression of a hot dog. Um, worth a watch if those haven't. Um, yeah. But he basically says to. I called it Greta, just because of Liar Liar. Yeah, I'll put that in later on. Too. It's Greta from Liar Liar. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he just basically saying that he will do anything for his kids. He's just really a yeah. good guy at heart and wants to get and him she, back. And she goes, Mr. Hiller, do you consider yourself humorous? He goes, I used to. That was a long time. Um, there was a time I, when I found myself funny, but today you've proven me wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so now he's got a job. This is uh, him trying to get back into good books uh, he's got a job mm-hmm. at a tv studio and he thought like he might be doing some like introductions or some announcements but he's basically just like a shipping man where he's shipping all the film um yeah. and the guy's like okay so you box them and you ship them then you box those cans over there ship <laughs> them then more will come in you box those you ship those any questions after you box them yes you ship them lots after you box them you ship them lots of luck smart ass he goes i think yeah. i made a friend <laughs> yeah uh, so we're at Miranda's work and Stu comes in, of course, played 
by and then I'll blank on his name. That's embarrassing. Uh, Pierce, <laughs> Pierce James, Brosnan. James Bond. James Bond. Yeah. I just think of like Goldeneye mm-hmm. and N64. Yeah. And I think of <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. Um, but yeah, we have Sally Field um, drinking a coffee and she's actually got a cappuccino stain, um, like a mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a Belgium dip. <laughs> yeah, Belgium. She's got a Belgium dip. Um, but uh, that, she actually had that on set. And they decided to put in the movie, oh. which was a good little touch. Look at you adding in these little tin. There you go. I'm becoming the mic. Mar- mar- I'll just do this by myself. I'm just going to fuck, gonna fuck off if you don't watch. <laughs> you can just do the uh, Will Ferrell ones. Yeah. Welcome, um, guys, to another episode. Of, you've probably seen it with Adam and Michael. Uh, shit, I'm getting offended. <laughs> um, but this is the point I mentioned with like the stews coming on a bit strong. Yeah. Um, and, and she's like just trying to work. Like she's being really yeah. professional. I was like, okay, I, th- I think this will go there and that will go there. And he's just saying, oh, you look great. It's been a while. We should get out and have a drink. And I like, it's pretty gross. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, you can't really be doing that. Well, I just watched um, that Netflix doco about the FLDS Mormons. Um, Keep Sweet. I don't know if you've seen that one. It's it's pretty big yeah. at the moment. It's about, like, this Mormon group that, like, are polyamorous. And it just turns into an absolute shit show. Um, so I'm really uh, on edge when all this sort of stuff comes on TV. <laughs> you had me at polyamorous. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, <yeah. laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh shit! All right, <laughs> all right. Um, so they're going into Daniel's. They're going into Daniel's apartment uh, after yeah. the whole uh, Miranda and Pierce Brosnan thing, or Stu. Um, yeah. And his apartment's just an absolute mess. Um, and he's got the kids there, I think, as well. Um, and. Uh, uh, so he's talking about like how why can't you get back together with mum uh, mm-hmm. it's like you know and, and so like, why can't you say sorry he's like well this is an adult relationship these are a little bit more complicated Natty he's like so how is the old battle axe yeah <laughs> um, and the kids just wanted to try harder and he says that he wants to basically yeah um, and there's this weird thing where it's like oh I'd hate if she came down with like amoebic dysentery or, yeah. or something and then it's like what's amoebic dysentery and then Chris goes it's when you get an infection in your stomach and you got diarrhea forever. It's like, and then you die. It's yeah. like, oh, you want mum to die? It's like, no, that's not what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the kid doesn't really know what's going on. Uh, but Miranda comes an hour early, um, which is a bit pretty shit. She's saying she's busy. Um, she goes, um, are my kids ready? Um, and he goes, oh, you know, they're my goddamn kids too. Mm. Um, and yeah, she's making fun of his house and saying it's a mess and everything. Mm. Um, and she says she needs to go to the newspaper and place a job for a um, job, uh, for a job keeper. What's this fucking similar? <laughs> housekeeper. Uh, a housekeeper. Um, and I wrote, uh, this is the point where I forgot I was watching Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. I'm like, this is just a depressing movie about divorce. Uh, but I wrote down my notes. I just and got, he said, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, he just said he was going to do it. For, uh, why not get me to take care of the kids? Mm. And she doesn't want to do um, that. Before she comments on his house and he goes, I was going for a sort of refugee motif of fleeing my homeland kind of thing. He goes, well, look at you. He's like, you've got this lovely dances with wolves motif. What's your Indian name? Shops with a fist. Yeah. He's so quick. I mean, it's a written movie, so it's not, he's not thinking. I know, but he's still bloody. Yeah, he probably did it on the spot. Yeah, I imagine a lot of this stuff just came out of his mm-hmm. ass, to be honest. Um, yeah. Says he wants to ha- help out, um, but she said she's not ready for that. Yeah. So as uh, he's ta- he takes out the ad paper and he really smartly changes like a one to a four and then like a three to an eight, I think it is or something like that. Yeah. In the phone number. Um, Conven- convenient. Yeah. <laughs> Very convenient. <laughs> Very quick too. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And I like how Maddie says, um, 
where his goddamn kids too. Yeah, um, yeah. Really <laughs> and he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he changes names in the paper. Um, and this is his plan. He's going to call up um, for the job and sort of prank it to make him look better. Yeah. Um, and he's calling up and he's being one of the uh, fake housekeepers and goes, are your kids well behaved or do they need a light um, slam every now and then? <laughs> um, and then one of them says, um, I don't work with males because I used to be one. Yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so this is where the, the bit of transphobia starts yeah. in this. There's a bit of tr- early 90s transphobia in this. Um, um, the first one was in a band as well, Severe Tire Damage. <laughs> yeah, that's a, good, that's a good name. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, but she finally gets a call from Mrs. Doubtfire um, and she loves it um, and she gets an interview and she goes, oh, what's your name? And she saw, saw the name like Doubtfire in the newspaper. Yeah. And this just made me think of um, Family Guy. It was like P, yeah. Tia. And then <laughs> also, um, you don't... Uh, oh no, was it the... Oh, the Dictator. I don't know if you've seen that movie mm. when he's trying to find out his uh he's trying to find out his name. He's like, My name is Employees Must Wash Hats. <laughs> <laughs> I think they probably stole it from this too. It's yeah, like such an so. um, And then he so he goes to Frank's house and he goes, Could you make me a woman? He goes, Oh honey, I'm so happy. Yeah. Coming, you know? It's like I knew you'll understand. Yeah. Um so and this is just getting fitted up basically with all sorts of different mm-hmm. uh different sort of dress ups he's not sort of sure which uh one he's going to go with um mm-hmm. and it said this uh, i like the line said the man has five o'clock shadow at 8 30 a.m <laughs> <laughs> um and he does all this sort of one he's got like one that's like a like black hair with like a really scary it's features like a, a south american lady yeah, yeah. I think that was supposed he's to like, be i'm feeling yeah. fabulous because i met i met this beautiful cuban every night it's like bay of pigs i can't lie to you it's beautiful with him i don't know this would kind of scare the uh, like, i don't know this would kind of scare the children maybe it's a bit too much for them <laughs> yeah um and then he does this like jewish looking one he's like oh it was mm-hmm. such a shun there <laughs> i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about right now right, no. <laughs> i should i should never buy the gribbons from a moil it was so chewy he's like no i feel like bubby uh this, oh is that like a working. foreskin is that like a foreskin thing i don't know like, shouldn't have bought it from a moil because i cut <laughs> off the foreskin yeah yeah oh yeah true <laughs> yeah. it is too um and the next one's basically just a karen i just wrote down it was like one yeah. like short red hair sort of yeah yeah um, and then luck be a lady is playing and Mrs. Doubtfire is created and they know it's the one straight away. Yeah. He does that like plaster cast of his face, which I've done before. It's, it's not great. How was yeah. it? I, yeah. I, uh, it was okay. I sort of zoned out. I had to do it for AJ's like makeup course. They oh, have to do cute. like a mask. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty intense. Like you just cover your face up, yeah. um, with the uh, thing and then wait half an hour. Uh, but they do all that to him and he goes, they finally get him all set up. He goes, are we close? Is it any closer? And you'll be mum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they get there. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go to meet the kids for the interview and he just starts charming the kids. So he talks to Natty about Stuart Little, um, Chris about soccer. He's, he's like, Chris says, you're big for being a lady. It's like, oh, I was a fullback, um, you know, but that's the American... Uh, English. European yeah, football, yeah. Um, soccer. So they've got, and Lydia's not really having it. Um, she wants to hang out with dad. Um, and then, oh, best like, yeah, Sally Fields' character, Marina. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts complaining about the dad. And Mrs. Doubtfly says, I'm sure you want to, the children to step out the room before you 
verbally bash their father. Awesome. And she says, if I did that, I might never see them again. <laughs> uh, so she's quite quick too. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they go to get tea in the kitchen. Um, and it's just talking about how marriage is a blessing. And mm. and then Miranda goes, so, uh, so can divorce be. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, so she's really quick. He knows his way. He knows his way around the kitchen and he's like, oh, just me be um, the way you set it up. He goes, I'm amazed there isn't a little label that says spoons um, <laughs> in this section, which is, I think it's like a subtle dig to Miranda's controlling nature, yeah. <laughs> um, which is really good. Um, but he says, you remind me of someone um, and he gets the gig mm-hmm. um, and we see him getting the bus home. I don't know why he needed to get the bus. Couldn't he just like park around the corner? So. Or like two streets down. Like I don't know. Old, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he see see his pantyhose go down. He's got like Robert Williams classic hairy yeah. legs. Um, and then the bus driver's checking him out, um, and he comes <laughs> back later as well. Um, so the next is the uh, like it's sort of getting ready for the ins- uh, mm-hmm. inspection. And as he's walking back, he's like, "Jesus, if I ever find a misogynistic bastard who invented heels, I'll kill him." <laughs> and thank God I don't have to wear heels to just say like it would not be yeah, an easy thing no. like, it does not look easy no um, so Mrs. Selner rocks up and basically wants to pop in and uh, he's still in his Mrs. Doubtfire kit um, mm-hmm. so he's basically saying that uh, I'm his sister and um, I'll get him and she's like no, nah, nah, I'm coming straight up and she's very pushy this woman like She's a, well, like, she's probably used to this bullshit. Yeah, like, it's her true. full-time job to yeah. weird out bullshit. So, you know, and she's, she's spending her Friday night doing this, so she's probably yeah. wants to get the fuck in and out. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I'll do uh, Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, he's, like, stripping down and chatting because he's trying to get into, like, his Daniel kit, and he's sort yeah. of talking about, like, um, what, how she's English and he's uh, American. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, no, he's and then he's saying that, and he's like, oh, she's half English and she's half American. Uh, half sister, really. That makes her an eighth English. I've never done the math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so as is, you can sort of see like a prosthetic mask come off his head. Um, now mm. the prosthetic marks used by Robin Williams in the film was actually a prop, and the real makeup was actually eight separate pieces uh, of of uh, face, yeah. whatever it is. So, yeah, it's um like latex and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, they're sort of uh, as she's like. She says, oh, I'd love to get a tea from your sister. So I was like, come on, mm-hmm. give her a break, man. She's just like, she says, I have to please you and do shit. Um, well, and then she just say like, oh, I have to go take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to drop a deuce, my dear. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So as they're stripping, as he's stripping, um, we see these two Asian twins. Uh, and these guys are my hibbits for this. They've got a, a <laughs> Steering yeah. Boy 1, Kenneth Liu, and Steering Boy 2, Jeff Liu. <laughs> so they're, oh, they're brothers. Hibbits. Yeah. Oh, that might be racist. They are definitely twins, just to say. But yeah, so they, uh, yeah. They, uh, oh, and as they're doing this, they drop the mask and he says, oh shit, I look like Norman Bates because he's a Norman. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good kid. one. That's yeah. a very good one. Um, and yeah, the mask flattens as he's making tea and he's like trying mm-hmm. to find, um, uh, trying to find like, she's about to come into the kitchen and like he has to go into the fridge, like smash um, icing, cake icing onto the face just to make it like a little bit more disguised because the mask is mm-hmm. gonski. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, as she comes in, he's like, "That's when we did our intro." Like, "Oh, hello!" And then <laughs> yeah. just sort of saying how freaky uh, she was. 
Um, yeah. And as she's talking about how it's like a meringue uh, mask and it's yeah. like dropping in her tea. He's like, there you yeah. go, dear. Oh, you've got another one. Another cream and sugar. It's a little cup of tea, no? One drop, two drop. Would you like another? Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, as uh, as you can see, uh, as you can see, I can't stay, my dear. I'm melting like a snow cone in Phoenix. <laughs> um, so and this this I was got, actually not I, intentional. Oh, is that what you got me? Oh, you got me. So the heat from the lo- uh, set lights melted the icing on his face, and Robin Williams improvised the bulk of this scene. So yeah, yeah. just like nervous on the edge acting, and just absolutely nailed mm. it. And before that as well. Um, apparently they tried to use avocado as the meringue instead, so okay. like some sort of guacamole sort of setup. Yeah. Uh, but it made him look like a monster, so they chased to go against it. So I think he'll look That's like very Shrek, very Shrekish. Yeah. The avocado <laughs> option. That's a good call. Um, and then he, I like how um, Mrs. Selma, um, she puts a bit of the meringue on her face as well to yeah. like make herself look younger. <laughs> It's really cute, but then he goes off to Frank um, to get another mask. He's like, take care of her, yeah, um, or whatever. Um, so it's his first day of work, and he leaves um, his actual job to go uh, to his old house. Um, and there's like all these like weird music choices. I guess it's not weird, but like um, it's like, what's this song? Mum's got a man new bag or something. It's like something about a drag. I don't know. Yeah, um, like it's a bit on the nose. There's a few good ones. There's a few good yeah. ones in there coming though. Yeah, so he he, turn, he comes in and turns off the TV and he tells them to do all their homework and they said they want to watch the Dick Van Dyke show and that reminds me of Family Guy again with the Dick Van Dyke and it's like census. It's, it's a, a, it's a <laughs> Van Dyke show. Um, but yeah, he puts the remote in the fish tank and they're all like amazed and scared um, and she's going to be a hard ass so they get all cleaning um, and then they want to do anything else so they do their homework um, and they say... Um, I miss dad. And he yeah. goes, I'm here guys in some form. Um, but he's like cooking dinner for everyone. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. Like no <laughs> one cooks dinner on. that chaos. <laughs> I have probably a max two burners going on in yeah. maybe the oven. I don't know what he's cooking. I've done, I've done three down twice. I've done three yeah. twice. <laughs> and that's even chaotic. He's yeah. like, nah, nothing fits properly. No. Um, one of them's like on a half burner yeah. because like it's not working. Um, Get like the smallest saucepan just to be able to fit in yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, well, this doesn't fit, but I'll make it work. Um, but his um, tits go on fire. He goes, this whole <laughs> this holiday smells like burnt rubber. Um, and he puts it out with the pan lids. Um, it's a clear stunt this. double too, by the way. Like I Is love, it? Like, uh, like you look at it and you look at the face, completely different. Like it's different. a good effort, but yeah, yeah. He goes, look at this. It's my first day as a woman and I'm getting hot flushes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So he gets the food delivered from a sort of gourmet restaurant. Um, and he goes, Miranda comes home and sees all the homework's done and the house is clean. So with that guy as well, he goes to give him, uh, uh, it was like 139 bucks and he's like complaining yeah. or like 132 or something. And he goes, oh, here's 140, you got change? He goes, nah. change? No. And he goes, fuck you. And it just walks inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the food looks like fake. Like that, like classic restaurant food. It looks like, uh, uh, like classic rati- movie. The ratatouille, food. the ratatouille, um, ratatouille, ratatouille actual dish. Yeah. Um, yeah, the way they've served it. <laughs> Maybe order ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the kids are impressed, um, and Lydia then apologizes when she's leaving, um, and the bus driver tries to crack on when he's mm-hmm. leaving, and he sees the hairy legs. He goes, "I like that Mediterranean <laughs> looking woman. Natural, healthy, just the way God made you." He goes. <laughs> He broke the mold when he made me, dear. He goes, he, um, he made me very special. He goes, he sure did. Yeah, it's uh, kind of cute. Good on him. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so the next is like a bit of a taking care of the kids montage and dude look like yeah. a lady is playing. Absolutely. That's very on Bang in tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bang in tune. Um, but basically as he's like riding a bike with the kids, he's like perving on a runner as Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm. Um, he's basically just trying to better himself as well in a lot of different ways. He's doing a guitar solo with like a broom as he's cleaning and like yeah, dancing around like- with a vacuum cleaner. Like soccer with the kids, bike rides, cleaning, yeah. learning about cooking from Julia Childs, reading yeah. Stuart Little from before. Um, so yeah, the kids really like him and Randall likes him. And this Stu waves at him from the window and he's like sort of waves and then turns his face and flips him yeah. off. <laughs> um, and then someone tries to steal his uh, bag. He's like, back off, asshole. Just starts beating <laughs> yeah. this shit out. Just a, cl- <laughs> just a classic when someone's... I think I did it in White Chicks as well when someone's like dressed in uh, drag and then... Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, um... Second, what's it called? Mr. Deeds. They did it with uh, when he gets yeah, beaten, yeah. beaten the shit out of Alan Covert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have him meeting Stu at the house, and he breaks off the uh, hood ornament on Stu's yeah. Mercedes. <laughs> Isn't that a Simpsons episode where they like uh, break the hood their... ornaments and wearing them in jewelry? Yeah, yeah. They yeah, were yeah, the, okay. those. I think Bart goes to do it, and he tries to get Monty Burns's and gets uh, gets caught. Yeah. I was like, good. I wasn't just like making up Simpsons episodes no. in my head. <laughs> um, so we find out all, all the kids like Stu um, just because he's a nice guy. And he's like, oh, you're Mrs. Doubtfire. Miranda's been raving about you. He goes, oh, she's never mentioned you. <laughs> um, he goes, where are you from in England? Your accent's a little muddled. He goes, oh, really? So is your tan. <laughs> um, and he goes, you own that big expensive car out there? It's like, oh dear. They say a man who has to buy a big car um, like that he's compensating for a smaller genitals <laughs> so it's like saying like you know it's like compensating for something yeah yeah, yeah. just to specifically add the smaller genitals um yeah. it's like I, I think and later after this miranda's asking like oh what do you think of him like he's great isn't he? he's like oh if you like the tall handsome and rugged he's like but personally yeah. I, I prefer short furry and funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and basically like mrs doubtfly's just trying to calm her on stew like saying like he's not yeah. that good like you know, look around. Um, and I wrote you never again. I don't know whether she means like she would never get back with him again. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it could be either. So she's also talking about um, um, like after the father's out of the picture, mm. the only solution should be lifelong celibacy. Because oh, celibacy yeah, like, yes. <laughs> um, if you violate that, heaven forgive you. Um, so she's just trying to make sure Marina doesn't date anyone. Yeah. Um, so another scene, um, later in the movie, she's taking care of the kids. Um, and she goes off to the, I don't know what pronoun to use, by the way. It's very confusing. Uh, <laughs> this part. Um, and he goes off to the toilet, um, and Chris sees him standing up to piss and starts freaking out and saying yeah. that, um, you know, sort of a very transphobic message. Even if she was like a trans woman, yeah, you can't just like be threatening. No, and call the cops. A, yeah, <laughs> call the cops. That makes sense. Yeah, and it's like freeze, or you'll get it. Like in the balls. It's like, yeah, has she got it? It's like she's got everything. I'm like, how do you know? <laughs> yeah, um, but it comes out that it's him. Um, and he goes, "Who did this?" He goes, "Uncle Frank and Aunt Jack." Yeah, <laughs> uh, which was what we mentioned before. Um, and Chris is really freaked out about it. Um, uh, Lydia doesn't really mind and she says mm. Make, don't tell mum and don't tell natty because yep. um, they'll freak out uh, so the next one they're out to the dinosaur show where he's uh, working and um, there's this boring dinosaur guy working there and he's just sort of <laughs> bit of a dinosaur himself yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and then uh, he makes a bit of a comment to some random guy. He said, which one's a dinosaur? And the other guy's, yeah. the other guy's digging what he's putting out there. Um, yeah. He goes, it's incredible. This guy used to put me to sleep when I was a kid. It's amazing. He has the warmth of a snow pea. He makes uh, Mr. Rogers look like Miss, uh, Mick Jagger. He goes, it's insane. What kind of idiot uh, kept this guy in the air for 25 years? He goes, me. Me. <laughs> and we yeah. find out that it's uh, Mr. Lundy, who's like the yeah. director. Jonathan Lundy, general yeah. manager, owner. And then Daniel introduces me like Daniel Hillard, former employee. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, after all that, Lundy likes him um, and he's sort of taking a bit of a shine to just everything that he's yeah. saying. Um, and another song, which I'm sure is right up your alley, is uh, Walk Like a Man. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. Tell him the But yeah, there. I like just before this, he goes, he was talking to Mr. Lundy, he goes, do you ever freeze frame a single moment in your day look at it and say this is not my life yeah jeez like, what a poignant way of saying that yeah um but yeah they're at the um house again um she's saying that the court worker says there's a lady living at daniel's house and says it was his sister and miranda says that said that she, he didn't have a sister yeah so wouldn't that already be doing like red flags yeah absolutely i, like, I thought like, i would have seen the court liaison a bit more than this yeah <laughs> yeah um and they talk about sort of marriage problems and she's talking about her husband. Oh, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire is talking about her husband. And she goes, Winston's idea of foreplay was Effie. Brace yourself. Um, and he says... Uh, I think before that, is like he was quite fond of the drink. He's like, ah, it was the drink that killed him. It's like, how awful. It was like, he was an alcoholic? No, he was hit by a Guinness truck. So it was literally the drink that killed him. Yeah. Uh, and then they have this really heartfelt message where Daniel realises um, how unhappy... Um, Miranda was so she was tired about always being the bad person and crying herself to sleep which mm -hmm. Daniel didn't know that she did um, the truth is that um, she felt like a horrible person um, and she didn't want her kids growing up with a mother like that yeah. and he says when I'm with Daniel I'm better and I'm sure he's better when he's not with me so it's finally clicking with uh, Daniel about all his actions and yeah. his repercussions on her um yeah, so they're at the country club, uh, and like I realize how rich and like popular everyone is, and it's like, I'll bet it's uh, I'll bet it's very exclusive. You probably need a credit card reference just to get in the pool. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, they're trying to find where uh, Stu is, and he's on the diving board just at the perfect time. He's like, "Look, Natty, uh, that's called liposuction." He's like, "I hope you had protection hitting that water at the speed." He goes, "By the looks of it, that water looks so cold." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, why don't you go for a swim? He's like, no, dear, they've outlawed whaling. We'd be reenacting the Titanic. <laughs> um, and he's like, doesn't he like touch her? It's like, all right, we're going to go for the swim. Yeah. Doesn't he like touch her on the shoulder? And yeah. he goes, touch me again and I'll drown you, you bastard. He's like, I'll just sit here and watch you moving on my family. <laughs> he goes, oh, God, what am I doing? This has become like beyond obsession. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fun clicking with him how like crazy his situation is. Um, is this a is this the image? I thought it was a pint, but I think it's a schooner. Um, and he's just yeah. absolutely necking a schooner, like just just hating life. But yeah, yeah, he's smashing beers. And then we see the bartender, who's actually my hibbert for this movie. Um, he's played by an actor called Mister Todd or Mister Toad, <laughs> but it's his only role, and it's actually Robin Williams' half brother, oh, nice. um, Robert Todd Robert Todd Williams. So if you look at his face, you can kind of tell there. Okay, related. I'm gonna have to have a look at um, this. But that was a nice little one for me. Um, and he's checking out a chick uh, at the bar yeah. as um, ooh, my screen went weird. 
you go, you go. Yeah, he's given it. Uh, he's given the eye to yeah. a chick and um, sort of like, can I buy you a drink? And she's like, no thanks. So he's just got no idea mm-hmm. uh, where he is. Um, and then Stu comes in. He's talking to some random guy, and it's just like the most obvious, like, just sort of background knowledge on a guy. It's like, oh, old Daniel never even talks to kids. He's like, oh yeah, but I love this family. He's like. Oh really? Yeah. Not like he's just just trying to give him so much sort of background knowledge on this character, but he's like, oh, yeah. not um, the dad's horrible. And he's basically just mm-hmm. shit canning Daniel, um, but he loves yeah, which is loves kind of fair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then he uh, misses Doubtfire. Just already yeets a lot, Matty says. <laughs> I think I just go crazy. <laughs> and then he's like talking about like, oh, who? And he like look behind. It's like who was that? Because it was a drive by fruiting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, and he talks to the other person like what are you looking at loser yeah uh, loser what are you looking at yeah uh, I like I just voice. love when he drops into that uh, deep voice it does it's pretty yeah. simple but I love it um, and I was watching um, on my subtitles as well it said like normal voice feminine voice yeah. as well, <laughs> when it was changing up between the voices so I thought it was a good touch um, I'm going to give this one my best go we'll see how we go it's uh, him playing with the dinosaurs uh, a bit of backstage when um, nobody else is there at his uh, TV yeah. studio and so yep um, he starts with like the T-Rex like welcome the t- Mr. Tyrannosaurus Rex he's like doing a dance he's like ladies and gentlemen put your claws together please welcome Mr. James Brontosaurus he's like I eat wood it tastes good no meat big feet I eat wood <laughs> he's like uh, oh I gotta help myself can't go on I'm extinct <laughs> he's like oh thank you James but right now it's time for the raptor rap I'm a raptor doing what I can. Gonna eat everything till the appearance of man. Yo, yo, see me. I'm living below the soil. I'll be back out, but I'm coming as oil. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we got Mr. Lundy sees him doing it and he loves it. And he wants to have a dinner meeting at 7 p.m. at Bridges on the Friday. Yeah. And he goes, um, sorry, he goes as well. Yeah. Take five. Actually, take five million. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you're dead. Yeah. Um, then we're at Daniel's apartment and he's cooked meal for the kids. Um, the place is all good and they're all proud of him. Um, and Miranda comes and goes, you cooked? He goes, yes, I cook. I bake. I sew. Thanks to the Amish home study course I'm doing. <laughs> um, and he goes, look, you see how well I'm doing. Um, let me take care of the kids after school. And she says that she wants Mrs. Doubtfire. The kids are all doing really well and everything's mm-hmm. going well, uh, with her in the picture. Yep. Uh- so the sort of uh, the next scene is they're getting ready for a dinner with um, I think she's just like she's prepping for the dinner that's coming up for her birthday soon, um, mm-hmm. and she's asking about like the red and the black dress and they're both a bit skimpy, not really skimpy, they're just sort of standard cocktail mm-hmm. dresses I guess, um, and then they're asking Mrs Doubtfire and she's like, uh, like which one do you think? He's like neither, they're both raisin deer, they cry harlot. Red is the traditional color for streetwalkers and the black one is far too short. I hope you uh, I hope you waxed. <laughs> They both say to me, I'm easy. You want to be Kilimanjaro on your first date. Inaccessible. Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? No, let's try to find something your own age. Yeah. <laughs> and she finds this uh, like long sleeve dress. Like it like really just covers everything. And it's like, I haven't worn that since my aunt's funeral in 1976. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we find out that she's invited to a dinner as well. And it's at Bridges at 7pm as well yeah. on the Friday. So... Um, I just wrote just say no mate like I don't care how much they yeah, want you to go just say no too. <laughs> I'm like you could have been a bit harder to say no I'm like the the risk is too high for too little reward this, yeah, this in no. that situation just say you got something on yeah. like you can't be doing that yeah. um, then he tries to change the time with Lundy's assistant and he's 
busy as well. Yeah. Um, so they go to Bridges. This is probably the longest scene in the whole oh, yeah. movie. Um, <laughs> and it's very exhausting as well, uh, yeah. this scene. Um, but Lundy goes um, and he chooses the non-smoking area. Um, and then the Mrs. Doubtfire's party, they choose the smoking because she used to be a smoker and she mm. needs a bit of that um, nicotine uh, in her system. Uh, Just randomly ingest a little bit uh, and I it's mean, my steel wool. It, it steals my it steals my wool that's it yeah and then they go all right table 39 she goes follow me please he goes 39 my age you're a saint um and then yeah and she goes excuse me um i have to go to the medicine to i'll go go take my medicine because we've got water at the table goes i can't take it orally yeah um and uh, the the waitress starts to grab his bag and just go drop it yeah (laughs) um uh, and basically, like, heads out and he's calling, says, oh, I'm meant to be with Lundy. Can you tell him I'm running late? Um, mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I'll let her know myself. Um, uh, I've got here... No, I don't know. Is, is, is it real? What is, it? It? is it real? I don't know. It's... Oh, so, yeah. So he buys... <laughs> Stu buys Miranda a necklace yes, or a bracelet it, yeah. or something. He goes, is it real? Um, it's, it's very real, Mrs. Doubtfire. So you can either... Wear that or feed a small country. Um, that's so nice, so decadent. Um, Every time I hear decadent now, it's uh, I just think of the in-betweeners. It's like, no, nah, it's decadent, Neil. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is another really good scene uh, with Pierce Brosnan and uh, Daniel. Um, and he goes, uh, I think the, the ladies go off to the toilet. And, and the kids go to the The older dessert. kids go off to yeah. desserts, yeah. He goes, the fellow that gives a gift like that, he wants uh, more than a piece of heart, eh? bit of a going down payment huh um goes you know dear sink the sub hide the hide the weasel park the porpoise a bit of old humpty dumpty little jack horny the horizontal mumbo and he goes mrs doubtfire he goes the bone dance the ruffle foreskin baloney bop bit of the old cunning linguists it's like mrs doubtfire please and he goes i hope you're up for a little competition he's like beg your pardon it's like she's got a power tool in the bedroom dear it's her own personal jackhammer she uses it and dims the lights. It's like a prison movie. <laughs> and maybe she hasn't chipped her teeth. Oh, that one got me. That last one. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, teeth, Jesus. <laughs> and she goes, I hope you bring cocktail sauce. She's got crabs. And, I, and I'm not talking Dungeness. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being as blunt as a spoon, aren't I? Forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but says yeah. yeah says she needs to go to the women's and change oh, that was a good laugh I really enjoyed that mm. note the time now that's a good one <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah has to go to the women's and change um, and it's like sort of I just wrote ah geez I don't know what the hell I thought I would have reminded me <laughs> of but anyway <laughs> too much faith in your future yeah, self. yeah there's no chance um, but anyway sit, sits down uh, with Lundy uh, as Daniel um, and he's like oh it's like, I'll have what he's having. It's like, oh, double shot of scotch. Good. Get him too. Make him catch up. So it's just getting yeah. him tanked pretty much uh, straight away. Um, I realize this Lundy's a full pig, like in this, oh, yeah. in this as well. Oh, yeah. Um, also, he's Daniel. He's a bit Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. He's acting like a pig with yeah. Lundy. Yeah. Um, so the, and the other part is just waiting for down, uh, for Doubtfire. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, he's talking about like the show and like what they can do. It's like, you got to personalize mm-hmm. You got to make it fun. If it's something you'd enjoy, they'd enjoy uh, he goes, that's what I'm interested in. He goes, bingo. So they're sort of meshing yeah. about the idea. Um, mm-hmm. Feels like me just talking about teaching, to be honest. Just, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And 
Yeah, so it's like uh, he's walking back to the chair smashed. Oh, so he's walking back as Doubtfire got changed again. Um, yeah. And it's just absolutely smashed. And um, yeah. tries to sit on the chair and completely falls off. And there's a whole fake teeth in the wine glass situation. Um, yeah. And uh, old mate Stu's trying to help her get it out. Yeah. Um, and we're getting changed out of man. I really botched these notes. Okay, so I'll, I'll take it. So just before that, so um, Stu orders the jambalaya, but he says no pepper because he's it. allergic to it. And we have uh, Mrs. Doubtfire's dentures fall into her drink. Um, and during the scene in the restaurant where Mrs. Doubtfire's teeth fell out into the wine glass, the cast didn't know that Ron Williams was going to do that. Um, oh. So their reactions were all genuine, mirroring the shock of the crew. Um, so you can see if you look at the kids faces they're all pretty shocked and yeah. Natty's laughing um, the whole time <laughs> yeah um, and then he goes carpe dentum seize the teeth that's what he says <laughs> uh, but he changes to go back to Lundy um, and he Lundy notices that he's wearing lipstick and has a woman's perfume yeah. and he says that um, a girl he used to date is a waitress there and she couldn't keep his hands off him um, and he goes oh um, he wants in on the action he says he's got a friend for me <laughs> Um, he says, go ask her. And he goes off to ask her. So it's like a free out to get changed into Doubtfire again. Um, and he goes, he leaves to get changed. I just wrote, I'm exhausted. This yeah. <laughs> so he goes, does your girlfriend have a girlfriend? He's like, hey, it's the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty progressive movie in that sense, yeah. to be honest. Um, but then he goes past the uh, cooking section. What do you call it? The kitchen. I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, the cooking <laughs> section of the restaurant. Uh, <laughs> Um, and he he goes in and he puts a bit of pepper in Stu's jambalaya and he's got a full chef's coat on too yeah (laughs) he's adding to his stumbling um, around too in the kitchen Um, and then yeah he puts the pepper in and he goes back to Lundy in the Mrs. Doubtfire outfit because he's Mm -hmm. a bit wrecked Um, and he says that's the character for the show Um, he goes tell me why Mrs. Doubtfire is a good host he goes I'm a hip old granny who could hip hop Bebop, dance to your drop, and yo-yo, make a wicked cup of cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when he um, first yeah. sits down, his doubtful, I was like, sorry, I'm late, but after all those scotches, I had to piss like a racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, what are you doing? It's like, on table, like, Daniel? Yeah. I did not remember that at all. I did not remember how this like movie plays out one I think, yeah, I remember this, nice. yeah. Um, that's good. Uh, I, I want to get one that I'm not too 100% sure about. Yeah, okay, it's good. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, he sees that Stu's choking, um, I'm like, I don't think that's how allergic no, reactions work. It, you don't it, choke on the food. Yeah, he like you're just, just choking. Like, he's literally got stuck in his windpipe. It's not yeah. an allergic reaction. At <laughs> yeah. All. Um, and Mrs. D goes, you know, I'm giving up on my notes where I just wrote Mrs. D yeah. instead of the whole name. Um, Mrs. D goes to help, um, saves him, but his face gets um, sort of half ripped off, and they realize that it's Daniel the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, Miranda loses it alright she gets the uh, acting a dick off award for this movie yeah. <laughs> um, so far um, and then essentially they all leave um, so they're not too happy yeah um, next one's a bit uh, of a sad scene they go to court mm-hmm. um, he's his own re- attorney and he makes a really heartfelt speech about it's very of... silly to be his own attorney after this whole situation oh too. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, he's just off the other guy who's a piece of shit from the yeah. start of the movie but still very uh, very dicey Says he met his requirement, requirements and his behaviours changed, but he loves his kids so much and he sort of reinforces that. The judge basically mm-hmm. says, you're a great actor, you did it, you're full of shit. Um, you've been acting yeah. for so... You've been act, you acted your dick off, basically, for, <laughs> for the last little bit. Yeah. Um, um, and then, yeah, um, so they get full custody to 
Mrs. Hillard with supervised visits now on Saturdays, which is brutal. So sad. Yeah, and, he goes, I yeah. um I refuse to further subject three innocent children to your particular and potentially harmful behaviour. Yeah. Which is quite firm but quite understandable. Absolutely. The, if this happened to you in real life, you'd be like, I never want to speak to you again. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> no, is, this is, ter- this is terrifying behaviour. <laughs> and I watched I want to add this to it. I watched uh, Parent Trap two weeks ago. Mm. I'm like, that movie is pretty cooked as well. Like everything going on in that movie, you split the kids at birth and then you make them live on different sides of the world. I'm like that does something to someone's psyche. Yeah. Um, that's not good. And I, I started, torture your dicks. I, I started thinking about a, like a horror movie called Parent Trap. It's like a Parent Trap saw combination, literal Parent Trap, where they join up together and kill both parents. Uh, this is what I've been thinking about. Um, so copyright this podcast, but we're thinking about Parent Trap uh, quotation marks. <laughs> All right. Um, so they're interviewing for a new nanny, and she's this very mean lady. Um, and they cross her off the list, and it's just a very long list. Um, and they go. I think Miranda goes off to make dinner, and they all miss um, Mrs. D. Yeah. Um, she admits that everything was much better when Mrs. Doubtfire was around, which is a bit of a paradox because that's it was Daniel. Um, yeah. It's hard to sort of see. They see Mrs. Doubtfire show on TV. Um, and they're all vibing it. And I actually had a separate um, hibbit for this one, Kovac, played by uh, <laughs> Christopher Prey as like the puppeteer. Um, and it was in Junior American Graffiti. So I liked good. his role as well. I said this um, is a very, like, uh, yeah. very Mrs. Brown's boys feel. This, uh, yeah, this setting. very similar. Yeah. That's exactly, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> right. yeah. It was, yeah, I just thought, ex- like, yeah, it just, it just came to me then. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like ahead of its time. Well played. Robin Williams, absolute uh, inspiration. Um, um, yeah, so the, it's sort of just making education fun and sort of having a joke yeah. around with that. Um, so they're in this studio and there's a bit more about, so it's like, uh, says, uh, so I got something, it's like, it better be from Charlton Heston. He goes, and your rug is better too. You could fly to Persia on that thing, on that rug. <laughs> um, it's like, what about England? They have a royal, uh, a queen and a royal family. Oh, just like a poker game. It's a full house. Some cards don't live at home anymore. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Thanks to mobile phones. Uh, do you know what language they speak in England? Pakistani? That's right. In many stores, they do. <laughs> he yeah. goes, but we'll go into that tomorrow. He's like, you owe yeah. me a kiss, Kovacs. He's like, I'm going to give you two. All right. All right, dear. He's like, here's one in the cheek and here's a monkey bite. He's like, oh, you wicked, wicked monkey. <laughs> um, but yeah, very good show. And I'm keen to watch a bit more. If this, yeah. made, if this turns into a thing. If... If this came out in 2022, yeah. they'll have like a separate TV show called Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. <laughs> where it would just be that show. Yeah. I, I wanted a spin off with Mrs. Doubtfire and Winston. I reckon like their relationship sounded fun. <laughs> They're not real people. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck. I'm trying to. It was Daniel the whole time. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Um, and Miranda. Then? Miranda. Is it Winston, the uh, her husband? Yeah. I was like, but who was he? Oh. Anyway. What magic was Daniel? <laughs> Um, but yeah Miranda's on the set um, and she wants to talk to him it's another quite serious scene about them fighting about custody stuff and how he's sad uh, about only having visitation rights and he feels like a deviant having someone from the court with him as he watches his kids Um, but she says that Kratz in the show the kids love it Um, and she says that the kids need him Um, and then we go to the house and the kids are watching um the TV show again, and Mr. Sprinkles is the old cunt from the um, dinosaur TV show at the start. 
So I just wrote Mr. Sprinkles, the old cunt, kept his kept the job. <laughs> That's what I wrote in my notes. I wrote old fella. Um, I was a little bit nicer. Than <laughs> yeah, I gave up at the end of this one. Um, and I go, so the new babysitter comes. It's Danny Boy. Um, and they say they took care of all the legal stuff. So yeah. he's allowed to hang out with the kids. Um, and it's got this nice um, moment on the TV show where a girl writes in about her parents getting divorced. Um, and it's a nice little wrap about how um, divorce happens. It doesn't mean that your parents don't love you. Mm-hmm. And there's all different kind of families out in the world. Um, and that sort of sums it up there. And that's Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. A little fun one. Like, this is a classic too. Yeah, it's just, yeah, when you think of, I think when you think of Robin Williams, this is probably the number one. I mean, for me anyway, that you'd think about. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely cool. worthy of a pod. Now, next week, we were supposed to have Harold and Kumar, um, but we looked it up on all the streaming services and even to like rent, and it's mm. not available, which is odd. Um, yeah. And we're good boys, so we don't download anything legally. Oh, no. So um, we're doing Rush Hour. So we're looking forward to that one. Nice one. It's very good. Chris Tucker, he deserves another run round too. And Jackie Chan's Jackie Chan. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thanks very much, guys. And we will see you next time. See ya. See ya. Bye.